Listen, if you want to be punk rock, I don't. I don't though. You you need to be filthy. You do. He's gross. Just drenched in piss at all times. <laughs> <laughs> drenched in piss. <laughs> Hey folks, Big Jake here just to take a minute and remind you that Music the Lifeblood is not a politically correct podcast. So the following episode might have some colorful commentary on the subjects at hand. Listener discretion is advised. Sitting around with time to kill. If we don't do it, then no one will. Our eyes are cold, our thoughts are low. Fifteen minutes till we lose control. You are now listening to... Music, the lifeblood. Generation behind, going nowhere's just fine. Maybe tonight, some night we die. Ladies and gentlemen, you have tuned yourself into another episode of the Music, the Lifeblood podcast. I am your very humble host. Join with me, as always, the Janet Jackson's nipple to my this halftime show isn't that good. <laughs> am I the nipple, Big Jake? Or am I the halftime show? Doesn't matter. Nah. Irrelevant. <laughs> that shit was planned. Yeah, I'm sure it was. That shit was planned. Yeah, Janet Jackson don't do shit on the fly. No. <laughs> she does not. Speaking of Janet Jackson. Speaking of Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. <laughs> what are we talking about? We're Jake? talking about um, misadventures with celebrities. <laughs> misadventures <laughs> with, with <laughs> the, the music industry. <laughs> The the uh, <laughs> random run-ins, if right, you will, right? Bad run-ins, some groupie tales, yeah, some some, some, some just things, hotel hijinks, things that left an impression, yeah, things you think about years later <laughs> for no reason whatsoever. I want, you know, it's funny because I got I got most of these. I I think I got almost all of them from Reddit. Yeah, and Reddit. What particular subreddit did you use? Don't know awesome okay. i think I, I think i just typed in groupies reddit okay. and then that'll maybe narrow it down to a million maybe you know four or five hundred thousand maybe yeah <laughs> try to find the thread <laughs> good luck i don't know yeah. all i know is that i spent a long time getting screenshots gotcha it was yeah a, there's a 77 of them <laughs> there were many seven and they're full they're paragraphs they are <laughs> yeah, some of them yeah it's funny which Janet Jackson's going to come up. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty, is the first one. <laughs> and Sully from Godsmack. Like eight times. Why? <laughs> I know. Sully's a man about town. He's just out and about. He gets a lot of exposure. I guess. And some of the run-ins are bad. They're not great. <laughs> Hi, Sully. Oh, you're awful. Why are you, why are you doing this to people? Why, why you gotta? <laughs> <laughs> is he from boston because uh, that might explain it hang on let me i can verify this <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know no no anyway, we're doing that now no nope, do- <laughs> this is what you this is what you've wrought <laughs> massachusetts <laughs> close enough close enough close enough i mean boston yeah. massachusetts right or sure massachusetts 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 is boston is boston is I, it's in massachusetts this isn't degree geography the lifeblood i don't know is it, uh, i don't know I think it's Boston, Massachusetts. I'm sure we could look that up, but I'm sure I don't care. Is it Boston, New Jersey? Pretty sure it's not that one. That doesn't sound that right. Doesn't, that doesn't. That doesn't sound right. Doesn't sound. You no, know, no. New Jersey's in 
no new jersey and also new york right yeah right. <laughs> so so maybe boston texas that's the one that's the one yeah. that's where that's where it works boston washington it's awesome to just transplant a bunch of assholes to a state with a lot of guns <laughs> That's, that's yeah. What, that's what we need. I mean, <laughs> that's we essentially are a country of a lot of assholes <laughs> with a lot of guns. Right. So, doesn't doesn't matter where you go, really. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. right. I mean, compared to the rest of the world, <laughs> like eighty percent of the world's guns are here. So, <laughs> are they though? It's something. It's a crazy number like that. It's I think like the Russians are the ones that make the AK forty seven. Yeah, but right? I'm, ownership. It's a little like 75 or 80% of the world's firearms are in the United States. I don't think it's that high. It might be that high. It's a lot. We have a lot more guns. We have to factor in Antarctica. And they have like no two. No guns. Two. Yeah, two maybe. And maybe, they're probably flares. Maybe literally two or three. Yeah, yeah. So that's throwing the curve. That's true. That's true. It's that throwing, bell curve. Yeah. Not making us look good. Not, 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 a, good, not a good one. <laughs> not a good one. <laughs> guns. Let's get some. I like them. They're good. <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Shoot, bang. We live, we live in a bad area to, like, grow up hating guns. Like, yeah. you're yeah. going to run into yeah. some assholes yes. if you hate guns. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to be okay with you guns. Just gotta, you just got to deal. You're, if you're in yeah. Indiana. Yeah. Why do you have your gun? It's Tuesday. Why do you have your gun? Why don't I have my gun would be a better question. (laughs) I'm going to go to school with a shotgun on my gun truck. (laughs) With the dead deer in the bed I got from this morning. (laughs) Tomorrow, I might drive my combine. (laughs) To school. To school. Yeah. And have my gun. And still... (laughs) my gun in the gun rack I put in my combine because you never know when them ruskies are coming. I fucking hate commies. <laughs> commies. Commies, commies, chimps, and bears. I fucking, Why bears? Oh, I fucking hate bears, dude. But they're so cute. I Deadly, hate, but I cute. I fucking hate the way they look at me. You said that about your cat today, though. So how real is that hatred? I fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. If there's a bear here, yeah, I we go, should leave first I, of all. No, I go to fight that walk bear right up to it and say, "Fuck off." Those are strong words. <laughs> Last time I went to the zoo, I saw the bear. Yeah, and you guys had some words. There was there like if that moat yeah. hadn't separated us, yeah. there would have been a conflict. I mean, black bear, you can probably walk up to and be like. Fuck off, buddy, and poke <laughs> it right in the chest. It's probably going to uh, run, because black bears are just giant Yeah, you, you ever seen that movie, Grizzly Man? I have. The movie's fucking hilarious. That man dies real hard. <laughs> Mega hard. Like, real hard. <laughs> I just feel like... Like, it's the same thing with chimps. Yeah, like, chimps are awful. You guys... Stay over there. Yeah, it's okay. They they're not here. They're <laughs> just none of them. Be a, there's got to be like right now in the yeah. metro in the Indianapolis the metropolitan, metropolitan area. area yeah. There's at least one chimpanzee. I mean, yeah, the zoo. The zoo's here. No, it may not even be at the. Oh, zoo. Oh, you mean like just some personal like, owner? Some like crazy ex pacer wealthy fuck. Yeah, has got chim- this chimp. Has a chimp. Yeah. They probably live up in like Geist on the just lake don't, or something. They love, just don't piss them off because they're really strong. I fucking hate chimps. They're gonna oh, they will mangle your face. God, I hate them. I hate them. I know you do. Chimps, bears, 
commies, <laughs> and cephalopods, squids, and octopi. I'm telling you. I'm not even I'm not even going. I'm not the, touching that. Those are the ones. I'm not touching it. The, they're going to band together. No, they're not. And they're going to come for us. They don't have brains. <laughs> they have a brain net. What? They don't have brains. What are you talking about? Cephalopods. No, they're fucking smart. They're smart, but they're not. They're not smart. They're smart for listen, an animal, but they're listen, not smart. I've talked to you about this before, and you are a naysaying fuck. <laughs> Jesus. That you, I've, seen, I've seen a fucking squid reach out of the water mm-hmm. and grab a goddamn bird. Yeah, me too. Bloop. Yep. Game over. <laughs> yep. Mm, birdie. Mm-hmm. Mm, birdie. <laughs> yeah, I've also seen this. You, you showed me this. Whilst having this argument, I know. Once. I know. I'm yeah. just. I'm fucking. I'm sick of them. Sick of them. Yep. Commies. Mm-hmm. Chimps. Mm-hmm. Bears. Mm-hmm. Cephalopods. Mm-hmm. Morrissey. You have that last one's fair. That's my. That's my list. Yeah. That's my. My. That list has grown twice since we started this episode. You my, realize that, right? <laughs> I'll probably add more to it. <laughs> I know. I'm add some more to it. This is the way it is. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we need to get it. We needed to get into this. Uh, this, this Reddit mayhem. Yeah. It's funny when you do a second intro. Yeah. Yeah. We goofed it the first time. <laughs> we, we goofed it the first. time. We goofed it. Like we did. I don't. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. We goofed it. All right. Anyway, so I want to ask you a question. Do you want to join the MTLB Ultra Mega Militia? Do you want to be a part of what we got going on? We do. Absolutely. So here's how you do that. You partake in the MTLB Ultra Mega Value Exchange. Mm -hmm. Here's how it goes down. First thing, we give you all of this free MTLB content. It's always going to be free. It is. Unless that changes. Unless someone offers us a lot of money to, to, to not make it free. To not make it free. <laughs> but you guys aren't doing that. <laughs> oh, so come on. We got to have this conversation. Don't guilt trip the militia. <laughs> all right. So if you partake in the MTLB Ultra Mega Value Exchange, here's what happens. You get all this free Music the Light Blood content and you exchange with us monetary value, social media value, or just... Talking about it, value. Yeah. yeah. If you want to go the monetary right routes, you can send it to g uh, musicallightblood at gmail.com. Sorry, go. I, I tripped this one up all the time. If you thought this episode this episode <laughs> this episode was funny, five ten bucks, bam, pay all that shit over to us. If you want to do reoccurring monthly installments, you can go to patreon.com backslash musicallightblood. You can set up any increment from $1 all the way up to 500 whatever value best suits you. If you don't want to do the monetary route, you can share us on social media. Talk to us about or talk to your friends about us. Mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time. Don't talk one. to us about the your first, friends. The first, one, the first one was way better. <laughs> yeah. Or if you do, you can't do a lot of money. We have a T-chip store, mm-hmm. tchip.com. Uh, MTLB Ultra Mega Store, I believe that's what mm-hmm. it is. I've set prices for all of the MTLB Ultra Mega merch. Very, very cheap, affordable, and we get a little bit of a cut of it. We do. And then we get to put that back And then you the got show. cool merch. You can send pictures to us. That's right. Of you and your cool merch. Put it on Instagram. Drinking your coffee with your crucifix mug. There you and go. And your MTLB hoodie. There you go. With your phone case. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. It's perfect. All right. Anyway. If you do partake in the MTLB Ultra Mega Value Exchange, mm-hmm. you immediately become a card-carrying member of the MTLB Ultra Mega Militia. 
mm-hmm. proverbial card carrying because we don't actually send out cards yep. because we need money to do that. <laughs> it's funny how that works, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to dive deep into this Reddit thread. Music underscore TLB. Big Jake. Hello. We're going to reference the infamous MTLB chat betwixt the four gents that make music the light blood go. I have scoured the dirty depths of Reddit. That is truly the dirty depths. I know. Truly. Reddit is really what makes the world go round. Reddit is really good and also really bad. (laughs) Yeah. You can find some really cool stuff and you can find some shit that'll fuck you up forever. That's right. (laughs) You can find... Amazing tapestries. Yes. But also, slave children. Yeah. <laughs> which is just the worst. It's bad times. That is just a... Why would we do that? You can find uplifting stories. <laughs> but also... And you can also find murder. <laughs> like, just watch it. <laughs> right. You just watch it happen. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's... Yeah, that's literally... Yeah. Yeah. Do you like yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog? There's a Reddit for you. <laughs> Do you like people fucking animals? There's a Reddit for you. <laughs> I know. Yeah. There's there it's if you were into it, awful. it exists somewhere. <laughs> it's it's on Reddit. <laughs> it's, it's on there. He's, Reddit and 4chan. Oh god. Like a, I don't know. 4chan is a special they, kind I of think evil. They're, 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 they both embody they both embody the characteristics of everything that makes up the reason that we pursue a relationship with God. <laughs> the good and the bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it's like be a better person. Mm-hmm. Because these reasons. <laughs> be, because Reddit and 4chan exist. <laughs> it's so Get your morality in check. <laughs> right. Or end up like this. <laughs> right. It's a cautionary tale for all of mankind. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we're gonna reference the chat. Woo! Big Jake, what's the what's the first one? First one from Stick X six years ago. Good name. Stick with a Y. Stick with a Y. Says Years ago, I was working on a PC at a very posh hotel in Dallas, Texas. Right. I was told to stop what I was doing and stand behind a line with my head down. Janet Jackson came through. You were not allowed to look at her. I farted, though. If they're going to treat me like a child, I will act like one. Just, you know, unleashing, unleashing uh, uh. gas warfare upon Janet Jackson. Chemical warfare. Chemical warfare. It'd be funny if 
in my it was funny when I took that screenshot. It was it was funny because in my head I was yeah. literally humming Chemical Warfare. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what's the next one? Um, ge- Gearsich. Ge- gear. G-E-I-R-R-S-E-A-C-H. Okay. Gearsich. Also six years ago. Ted Nugent. I used to play piano at a fancy restaurant in the Upper Peninsula of Mich- Michigan. Ted Nugent is part of a rich people hunting club, as is well known for coming up to hunt. So it's almost 10 p.m. on a Friday night. He, about eight of his buddies, come in. We're set to close, and the maitre d' comes up to me and begs me to stay. It'll be a lot of cash for the restaurant, etc. Convinces the cooks to stay, and they get everything up and running again. The only server left is a heavy set girl, and so she's got the table to herself. Now, she's a great server, intelligent, capable, and I've seen her in action oodles of times. Excuse me? <laughs> she and I are the only two out in the dining room. I'm playing, exhausted, because it's been 10, it's past 10, and I had 8 a.m. classes that day, and she's serving. They order massive amounts of food, multiple bottles of very expensive wine, and are loud and obnoxious. I wouldn't mind that so much, except for the fact that every time she turned around, they immediately started making fat jokes loud enough for her to hear. It was clearly getting to her, and after a while, she was visibly upset. The maitre d' calmed her down a couple of times, and eventually... Eventually, they took their tab close to $1,000 and left. This is, clo- this is close to midnight, so two hours. I didn't take my usual rest breaks, and I'm wiped out, and my upper body hurts. She's been verbally abused all night, and the bunch of assholes finally leave. They stiffed her, and they stiffed me. No tips on a $1,000 bill after keeping the restaurant open for an extra couple hours. Whew. Womp, womp. Similar story related to the Indiana. That... Uh, motherfucking Papa John himself (laughs) is a real piece of shit about that same situation. (laughs) Okay. Wait, did you have to cook for Papa John at one point? No, but I had, uh, there was a time when I was like a, like a late teenager. Right. When at one point, a lot of my friends worked at Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, okay. (laughs) I don't know how that happened, but, uh, the one in Muncie, he came in one time with his with his entourage, and they it was the day for a football game, and they spent all day there and racked up like a three thousand dollar bill. And th- the papa paid for everything, didn't leave a goddamn tip, and was shitty. Closed down the bar all day, wouldn't let anybody else in, didn't leave a tip, and was shitty to the waitresses all day. Oh man, yeah, yeah. So, so Ted Nugent and the papa, <laughs> one and the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, okay, yeah. What a bummer. Yeah, I mean, however, this particular story about Ted fucking Nugent, not a surprise. <laughs> yeah, that's the unfortunate thing about Ted Nugent. Without even without even talking about his politics. Yeah, he just seems <clears throat> like a real dick. Because, you know, because I, I tilt right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm libertarian, tilt right, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. But even without discussing his politics, I just wish he would shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, you yeah, know, he's one. Yeah. Of, he's like that David Lee Roth kind of type, where he's yeah. always on. Hey, blah, 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 blah. yeah, let yeah. me tell you about bow hunting. You know yeah. that sort of. I'm like, dude, shut up. Just be a just human. Stop sometimes. fucking talking just for be five a, minutes. Just be a guy. Yeah, he's, just chill. Just showboating constantly. Like, yeah. like I fucking love free for all. Yeah. The song is great. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Stranglehold, let's fucking do it. Yeah. Damn Yankees, 
all over it. Yep. But please. <laughs> just shut up. Stop talking. Yeah, that shit can like ruin like a band or a group. If you have one person that just is <laughs> is that. <laughs> right. It's like, I don't want to listen to this anymore. <laughs> like, you've ruined it. <laughs> can you just not? <laughs> For our all right. Anyway, here we go. Here we go. The Shoe Bomber 89 says. <laughs> Good name. Good name. Good, Good name. name. Good name. My father is an attorney and represents banks. About 15 years ago, one of Wayne Newton's properties was being foreclosed because he didn't pay the mortgage on it. So my father calls Wayne Newton's attorney who says in a smug, arrogant tone, something to the extent of, listen, don't waste your time and try to serve Mr. Newton. Nobody serves Mr. Newton. As if Wayne Newton is untouchable. <laughs> so my father hired a drop-dead gorgeous... Per- like a made man. Yeah, right? <laughs> my, so my father hired a drop-dead gorgeous process server who attended one of Wayne Newton's shows in Vegas. She, looking stunning, approaches the stage with a bouquet of flowers in her hands. Wayne begins to walk towards her to accept them with this big smile on his face. And when he reaches for the flowers, she slams legal documents down on the stage and informs him that he's been served in front of his entire (laughs) audience. My dad is my hero for many other reasons as well. Uh, The... (laughs) <laughs> the too long didn't read version. My dad hired a smoking hot process server to serve Wayne Newton during one of his performances because his attorney is a douche. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Newton. Dude, I bet, you know, he probably has mob ties. He very well. I was sitting there thinking. I was like, Ugh. he's been in Vegas for a long time. For fucking ever. Yeah. So he might be a made man. He might be. <laughs> like you, yeah, but that means significantly less at this you, point. You fuck with the Wayne. <laughs> the Wayne. The Wayne. Yeah. He, you can't come back to but this casino. That's what I'm saying. Like, that, this is significantly like less impressive and. 2018 2019 when this probably happened right right versus you know this happened in like 1965 (laughs) it's like yeah you're you're getting murdered maybe maybe it'd be funny if all the the mobsters left vegas and went to like branson missouri (laughs) (laughs) it's like the the tiny little little country and western vegas yeah yeah (laughs) like i've went there and it was like yeah (laughs) This is a tiny little you guys, country Vegas. You guys are fucking into Randy Travis. <laughs> <laughs> let's, get, let's get some Garth Brooks. Man. Chris Gaines? I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> Garth Brooks is where Did it's you at. just drop a Chris Gaines yeah. reference? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's, that album's incredible. It's, like, it's fucking incredible. I just had this conversation <laughs> with my wife days ago that like we were talking about chris gates and i was like why does that sound so familiar what the fuck is that she's like that's that garth brooks shit where he decided he was emo for a year and i was like oh, i forgot and we listened to it and it's like yeah it's pretty good <laughs> right, right. it's funny because he, he kind of did like a ziggy stardust thing yeah yeah where yeah. he created a persona yeah. and the person super emo alternative like his, 90s his life you yeah. know had kind of came and went that sort of thing yeah. so yeah it was it was fun it was weird it was man garth brooks doing some make-em-ups we should do some we should do a chris gaines episode we should did you know they made like a fake vh1 behind the music for chris gaines <laughs> <laughs> it's on the internet we found it that was amazing yeah okay all right keep um, going, keep going, keep oh this going. is these names man this is alchemist flux it's a good fucking name good name 
Sully from Godsmack. I was <laughs> I was working for a hot air balloon company. Did I did I mention in the top? There's a lot of Sully. How much Sully comes up? Yeah, like it was like, dude, like a thousand comment thread on just Sully stories. And I had to be like, I got to pick the best ones. Maybe he's like Danzig and he's just super approachable. He's <laughs> like, just I'm just out getting my groceries. Get back. Voodoo. <laughs> 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 go away. <laughs> but don't go away. <laughs> I mean, you could take a picture. No, let's fine. say the thing. Get back. <laughs> go away. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Sully from Godsmack, I was working for a hot air balloon company. Quick balloon lesson. You are not able to steer a balloon. You can make it go up and down. The wind takes care of the rest. So you have to plan accordingly. Looking at wind direction and speed, you can choose an appropriate takeoff point so the wind will carry you to a suitable landing zone. Suitable. Suitable. Our balloon <laughs> took off and flew for a while. The wind must have changed and the pilot had to find a new landing site. He decided on a residential area, a group of houses on a cul-de-sac. There was a house with a large yard, so we started setting down. Sully runs out of the house with a shotgun, screaming to get away from his house. The pilot raises back up and sets the basket down in the road, and we set the balloon fabric on the neighbor's yard. Everyone from the other houses comes out and... <laughs> Comes out, had some champagne, whatever else we had for food while we all hung out for a while. We gave the owners of the house we landed in a bottle of champagne, thanked everyone and took off. All while, all while Sully standing in his house with his gun staring at us. <laughs> <laughs> too long didn't read. Too long didn't read. Sully from Godsmack hates blues. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Uh, whoa like look i don't look i'm gonna get my gun get this balloon out of De here devil's advocate i don't want a hot air balloon landing in my yard well because if it landed in your yard like it's it's covering your house like, right the balloon's gonna hit right. your house right like right but like also if a balloon is landing in your yard it's pretty safe to assume either your wife has planned something amazing for you <laughs> or this is an emergency landing either way uh, it's probably fine right so i it's, it's is it funny when like i imagine him you know what i mean like with his He's got a lot of rings and jewelry. Got a lot of Godsmack and like, on his hands. And an affliction shirt. Yeah, yeah, with a gun. With, with a gun. <laughs> you know, being like, what the hell are you doing? Get off my property. <laughs> I'm from Boston. I'm an asshole. <laughs> and, I got, and I got a gun. <laughs> Why? Why? Did, did we say, dude, the Bostonians are the worst. I mean, okay. Like, they're like... They're not as bad as Canadians. Oh my god, I fucking hate you and your Canadian <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Bostonians. Do Bostonians. They're well known to be aggressive. There's a reputation yeah. there. There's a reputation. So, and I think it's earned. Can I tell you a story <laughs> that I don't talk about often because it makes me feel crazy? <laughs> So, when I was very young, <laughs> right. when I lived, my parents had just moved into the house they're still in. I was right. like five, four okay. or five. Okay, got it, got it. I was in my bedroom, and right. my bedroom had a window that faced to the east where there was no, there wasn't, there was a big, big space between that and the house 
further away, like right. a lot of room. Right. And I hear this loud noise, and I look out my window, and I can just see that it's suddenly very, very windy. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I go over to my window and look, and there is a helicopter <laughs> that has landed <laughs> in between our houses. <laughs> and there is a very flustered man, like, kind of like one foot out of the cockpit, kind of looking up at the blades. And then, like, he puts his glasses on his head and he looks up. And then he puts his glasses back down and, like, gets in the cockpit, shuts the door, like, messes with some dials, and then just fucking rides off. <laughs> and I went and told my mom, and it was already gone. <laughs> and to this day, it was yellow and blue. I remember it so vividly. My mom thinks I'm fucking crazy, and that never happened. Right. Yeah. Right. That's like me at the L7 show. Yeah, with the inflatable. The alligator the, and the vacuum cleaner. Yeah, yeah. The, and you're the like, fuzzy no vest, one, cowboy yeah. hat, yeah. foam finger. Thing. Yeah. Like, no one believes me. I No one believes my helicopter story. <laughs> and like, I guess I was you young enough. probably got dosed. You I know guess I mean? if I was like, young enough, it could have. I just could have very vividly imagined it, I guess. Right. But like, it is vivid in my brain. But think about that balloon landing in his yard. Kind of brought that back. Was it was the guy piloting the helicopter Sully from Godsmack? Yeah, probably. I mean, it's around that time. It was like the early nineties. Sully's like, I'm fucking landing in your yard, (laughs) bitch ass kid, bitches (laughs) with my shotgun, so I can shoot down any balloons that I see. That's what he was doing. He's taken to the air, taking the fight back to them. He's hunting for the balloon. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, okay. <laughs> Renegade 917. Okay, okay. I live in Massachusetts. Sully's from Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> he popped up in a couple of my friend's stories from time to time, and another friend of mine used to play with Sully and a couple members of Godsmack before they were Godsmack. To this day, about 20-something years later, he still complains about what a dick Sully was <laughs> and even swears Sully stole one of his band songs and made it into a Godsmack song. So kind of douchey. Another time, and mind you, this is Sully being kind of decent, he found out my best friend was a huge Godsmack fan and happened to be in town. Not sure how it came about. I think my buddy wrote him a fan letter or something. And Sully actually came to visit my friend who couldn't have been older than 12 at the time. Just wanted to give the kid a chance to meet his idol. So, shows up at my friend's house just as he and his dad were pulling out of the driveway. He didn't realize he was kind of kind of in the way, but his dad managed to get out as he was pulling away. His dad flipped Sully off and called him a fucking asshole, not realizing who it was. My best friend was appalled. He loved to tell his story, and his dad telling his idol to fuck off. <laughs> well, did so did Sully meet the kid? It sounds like no. Sounds like they were pulling out as he was pulling in. And he was just like, fuck you, asshole. And they just drove off. <laughs> it's terrible. It's like if, if... That's like if you... Like, <laughs> that's like if you you or Carter like talked Vinnie Vincent into... Like showing up here. Showing up <laughs> here. And you were just and like, I, and, fuck off, asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or my wife was yeah. like, get the fuck out of my out of <laughs> my yard. Out of my yard, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> be like, why are you no Why are you yelling at Vinny? Stop, stop being mean to Vinny. <laughs> he'll freak out and leave. He'll it's grow. Very, he'll, he's very timid. He'll crawl back into the hole. 
<laughs> I feel like if your wife came home and saw Vinny in your yard, right. that would be the reaction. <laughs> I, she's pretty, she's easygoing. For sure, but yeah. I mean, you see a very odd man dressed like Hillary Clinton in your yard. <laughs> You're gonna be upset. It's not Hillary Clinton. It's like it's like nega Hillary. That Clinton. fucking pants because, suit doesn't lie, my because, friend. Well, no, because he's like bizarro Hillary Clinton. For, okay, I'll like, give you that. Like because like, he's wearing blacks. And, yeah, yeah, and, and dark reds, pinks yeah. every now and then. Hillary's like blue, blue m- muted yeah. colors, beige. Yeah, you know that sort of thing. So it's like. It's like Bizarro Superman. I'll buy it. You know, like... Everything's backwards. Which would be amazing. Which would be amazing. If we could get them to fight (laughs) in a junkyard. Yeah. You know, against Superman. Yeah. I'm here for this. The only way one of them dies is they have to be crushed by a car. Yeah. Has to be. Made into one of the car compacts. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Ooh. Do you have any idea? You have any idea what what would just happen? What would just happen if you pulled up with Vinny? You know, it, it walk because you know I unlock the door. You walk on in. Yeah, I'm, I, you don't even I'm, lock. Now I'm just like, hey, I'm here. I just open the door. Right, right. I'm in here working on something. Yeah. and you and Vinny walk in. Unannounced. Um, I'm just like, hey, what's up? Don't even mention it. (laughs) Is that Vinny? (laughs) There'd be a moment of disbelief. There absolutely would be. Be looking at Vinny, not saying, are you Vinny? You look at me. I would look at you and go, is that Vinny? (laughs) Let me just not speak to the man in the room. It's not Vinny, is it? (laughs) Who's this? Is that Vinny? Yeah, that's Vinny. Are you sure that's Vinny? I can see Vinny all the, all the while being like, "Hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, you know he paid me to be here. I could leave. You know, I like, could. like, I'll take my money and walk. <laughs> we know, Vinny. We <laughs> right, fucking know. Right, right. I figured as much. <laughs> Trust me, we fucking know, Vinny. I wonder if there's a Vinny Reddit. Uh, oh, any Vinny Vincent Reddit threads? Fucking search it. See what comes up. <laughs> I will." Okay. I'm, I'm actually, um, this read, one. Read the next one. This read one's not one. really a a story. It's just a fun little add-on. Uh, again, from a deleted user. <laughs> Sully is famous the same way Taco Bell is Mexican food. You know, <laughs> it kind of tries to have the look and appeal, but only really appeals to, to disappropriate, disappro. I can't say this word. Disproportionately stoned or the desperate. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. God, there's so many about Sully! Is there another one? Yes! I knew a few guys who knew him. He was one of those guys who'd go into a guitar store, take down the most expensive Les Paul, drop D it, and play power chords at max volume while testing an amp for an hour, and then buy a pick for 25 cents and leave. (sighs) (laughs) I mean... I mean, yeah, that's maybe there are, uh, to put it to put it mildly, many Vinnie Vincent Reddit threads. <laughs> really? <laughs> Not even joking. There's a lot. Yeah. 
Oh no! Did we just stumble down an? Oh, did we just stumble down a potential new rabbit hole you were unaware of? I, you know, I've. I don't know what else I like. It's not like, the only thing I have left to uncover is just stupid things he's done to people that I don't know about yet. Like that's that's where we're at. Like I've done, I've exhausted. Like the well is dry as far as finding out unknown information. Yeah, and that, yeah. Like we just gotta run into people that ran into Vinny. Yeah, you, we're now we now and, have to work to face to face value now. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Like, did you meet Vinny? Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> it was yeah. okay. Tell it happened. It happened. Tell me about it. Yeah. Well, he wanted a hundred bucks. <laughs> And I swear, he just stared at me like a boy. He just wanted a hundred bucks. Vinny, can I ask you a question? hundred bucks. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, thanks for the answer. Hey, can I, I want to follow up on that. hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Pay up. Pay up, son of a bitch. Pay up, sucker. All right, what's the next one? I'm trying to get past all of the Sully ones. <laughs> There are so many Sully ones. Like, people are also responding to the balloon situation. <laughs> uh, Someone says, instead of brooding, come, instead of brooding, come out front and be like, hey, sorry about that gun guy. I thought you were paparazzi. Suddenly, he just storms out with a gun. And then someone says something I won't say here. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Uh, here, here's another one. Okay, okay. Um, oops. Uh, Kid Rock. I'm a musician, and I was playing on a rooftop bar in downtown Detroit. I have my mom's 1970 Guild F412 jumbo guitar with oh, me. Oh, I remember this. That's one. really nice. This one is. Guilds are cool. This is a terrible story. Oh, good. Which is a priceless guitar, both my in, <clears throat> in the monetary sense and emotional sense to my family. My mom bought this guitar as a teenager. My parents grew up playing it together. Both my kid, both my brother and I learned how to play on it, etc. At any rate, Kid Rock is at the bar. We play a couple of tunes. We end a song, and he unplugs the guitar and chucks it off the roof, which is three stories high. I obviously become enraged and yell, why the fuck would you do that, you asshole? To which he gets in my face and wants to fight me for yelling at him. Any real musician with half a brain would know that you're playing a priceless guitar that's almost not replaceable and have the mutual musician respect to treat their instrument with respect. Regardless of that fact, the one is a star and the other is a dude who plays around Detroit. And that my friends is, and that my friends is why Kid Rock is not a real musician. That and the guy knows five chords and plays three of them wrong. He's a hack of a guitar player. Hmm. Hmm. Man, that's it's a, funny. And that's I, a bummer. And then someone else commented and said, "Sorry to hear about your guild. I I would have strangled him with his weird mullet." <laughs> <laughs> Why? I like that one's not funny. I know it's like, not. It's not funny. It's, as as a musician, it's tragic. Like, I think I would have went to jail that night. Yeah, like legit. Yeah, yeah. I would. And the thing is, like, if it were me, like, yeah, yeah it'd be like a. A bear mulling an infant. Yeah, like that would have been a rough time. Yeah, like (laughs) you, you better hope you have security. I don't care who you are, Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) Don't care if you're the goddamn pope. Yeah, don't throw my guitar. I'm gonna break some of your bones. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you better hope you have security because you're gonna need them in about ten seconds. Why would he do that? I don't know. 
Drunk, maybe. Drunk, um, shitty. Just why would you do that? He's from Detroit. Uh, well, <laughs> there's something to be said there. I've watched RoboCop. <laughs> Detroit is a rough town. I know what it's like up there. OCP man, they're there. <laughs> they're fucking buying your shitty neighborhoods. <laughs> fucking Detroit man. <laughs> Shit. Goddamn Kiz, Omni consumer product. Kiz wrote his. I think the only reason Kiz wrote Detroit Rock City was so that they wouldn't be killed when they In went to Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> it was kind of like it was kind of like giving your. You know, giving your gift to the king and, yeah. and he'll spare you, you know, your youngest daughter, son, whatever, yeah. for another year. Or like, yeah. uh, you know, paying off the mob to protect your store. <laughs> protect. Yeah. Quote you unquote need, protect. You need protection. <laughs> you need protection from Kid Rock. Um, f- this is also from a deleted user. Okay. Fred Durst shoulder barged me at a, at a Foo Fighters gig for no reason. I'd always thought he was an asshole and this just confirmed it. Now, the response is a good one. <laughs> Fallacious underscore argument <laughs> is the name of this user. I was doing a construction job some years back for this guy who was a music producer or something. He was a pretty cool guy, and we got to talking, and he had hatred tattooed down his down one of his arms, among many other tattoos. When I asked him why he had that tat, since he seemed like such a pretty laid-back guy, he said it was because of Fred Durst. Seems like he really seems like you'd have to really fuck someone over for them to get a big ass hatred tattooed down their arm because of you. Well, I mean, what? Wait, what? Well, that's he, a, like that's so he got that's hatred so ambiguous. He like, got, did he get it because Fred Durst literally gave him, him the tattoo? Or did he just get it because he hates Fred Durst that much? Or was he like on the crew? Yeah. And Fred was like, if you, you're not going to get your Christmas bonus. Unless you get hatred tattooed you on your arm. This stupid tattoo on your arm. <laughs> you know, like how, or was he just like consumed with hate yeah. directed at Fred Durst? I hope it's that one. It's funny because. He consumed I've, with hate <laughs> for Fred Durst. I have been, I am a ruin. <laughs> I am a shell of a man I have, because of Fred Durst. Eight myself from the inside out i can't see a red flat bill without <laughs> leaps leaping into blind rage right uh, <laughs> <laughs> look i here's the thing about limp biscuit okay <laughs> like here's the thing wes mm-hmm. that guy's a fucking good time yeah. Like, he's got the funny make em ups. Mm-hmm. And he's. <laughs> <laughs> I get that this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> this is where I get my paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do some cool stuff just in between. <laughs> You're like, Wes Borland is amazing. He's got mm-hmm. that big, big, dumb face band. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Daniel, was it Daniel Lyon? Lyon. I don't know. They wrote a they wrote a song about a guy uh, made made from the gods, man and lion, and he fights bad guys. That sounds anyway, dope. I have to show. You. Yeah. But okay, wait, wait, come here. I'll show you. No, wait. no, 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 no because no. you need to see this. You do, okay, you, you okay. Need, you do need to see this. Look, I'll show I'll show you to you real quick. All right. Okay. 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 Uh, Duke. It was Duke Lion, not Daniel Lion. Sorry. Okay, okay. Here we go. 
big dumb face right. by Duke Lyon. Oh, this! <laughs> so, so, like, he does, like, he does that. What are the odds that we would discuss that today <laughs> when you just made that our profile picture like a week ago? I know, right? Right. I was like, that picture's fucking hilarious. That is <laughs> not what I expected to hear when you described that. <laughs> right. I expected something much more epic than jaunty western. <laughs> jaunty western. But anyway, too. what I'm saying, what I'm saying is like. The thing about Limbiskit is like Wes Borland mm-hmm. is fucking great. Okay, like he's that was probably not the best example to argue that point. <laughs> no, I think that's amazing. Okay, and it's amazing. It's one of the greatest songs I've ever heard. <laughs> okay, it's incredible. Like Wes Borland is fucking great. Just get him in another band. Okay, because he's he's toiling away i feel like if that's what he wants to do like what you just showed me (laughs) like i don't think he's toiling away where he is he's right where he needs to be (laughs) he understands what he's in for no it's like fucking some weird like ween kind of shit it's some fucking like early primus shit (laughs) it's bizarre yeah so bizarre but anyway like limp biscuits like it's like herpes you know like it they never go away i feel like it's I feel like it's went away pretty substantially. No, no. Like, they're playing enormous shows huh. over in Europe. Hmm. Like, enormous shows. Gross. And it's like, like I said, it's like herpes. Like, it clears up for a while. And then it comes back. And then it comes back. You know, <laughs> like, fuck, I'm having a flare-up. <laughs> I'm having a... I'm having a, uh, I'm having a, a Lip Biscuit flare-up. A, a, a bit of Lip Biscuit flare-up. <laughs> a $3 bill y'all flare-up. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a Durst-up. <laughs> Alright, so... Or a fret up, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> a durst up. <laughs> a durst up. Um, so, like, you have to put, like... Give, like me, the, a, give me the marker. Like a, <laughs> give me the marker. <laughs> I'm having a durst up. <laughs> All right, that one's got to go on the table. It's like it's something that, something that has to be treated with, like, a high-powered topical steroid... Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and like an IV drip. Are you, you are know? you suffering from durst ups? <laughs> <laughs> Come get like what's a, like a really good like medicinal name for the medicine for a durst a durst flare up? Like um, bis bis biscuitlazine. <laughs> Come get biscuitlazine. Get your durst up. <laughs> call, it like, call it like Val Biscuits. <laughs> I'm having a durst up. There we go. Oh, my, my Fred Durst is really flaring up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> Not tonight. I'm having a durst I'm up. I'm having a durst up. <laughs> 
Oh boy. Okay. It's, so it's ridiculous. It's best if we wait till next week. <laughs> ridiculous. Justin Bieber, complete fucking oh oh, oh oh this good the, uh yeah yeah <laughs> Justin yeah, Bieber yeah. ellipses complete fucking douche dick. Two years ago he came to Ottawa for a concert. He for a concert was working pizza delivery at the time. Delivered pizza to his hotel. His security staff was nice. Little dick munch did not even tip and was very rude. My niece at the time was ten years old, so I asked him for a picture with him or an autograph to make my niece happy. He literally told me, "Go home, pizza bitch. Who are you?" <laughs> and then someone responded, "Top selling single of 2014. Go home, pizza bitch." <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, wow i know go home pizza bitch we talked about this a while back we talked about uh everyone's just sort of collectively waiting for justin bieber to be on cocaine oh no i think we all know he is is he waiting for like the bottom to fall out okay okay, he can no longer manage his cocaine addiction (laughs) right right yeah he's uh he's on something like Something. He's on something. Something. Yeah. Something. Even if it's just like prescription drugs and he's that he's abusing. He's on something. Listen, li- okay, listen. The here's the shitty thing about like child stars. pop pop stars. Yeah. Is that they never get the sort of trial and error young adult period. Yeah, yeah. That in in the in the sense that we did. Like we have some an- anonymity. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like uh, I did some fucking horrible things. <laughs> you did as as a teenager <clears throat> and a young adult, and no one knows about those things. <laughs> and that's been, I do right, right. You do. But that's to my benefit. Yeah, yeah. Because no one knows, knows about, about those things, things. <laughs> right? But just, like people like Justin Bieber, Michael Jackson, whoever, they don't get the benefit of that. They don't get the anonymity of being able to to kind of wash it away with time. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's e- always there. E- everyone remembers. Yeah. Like, everyone remembers, like, were you the one that was speeding around a residential neighborhood in a fucking Ferrari? Yeah. You know, doing, like, 100 miles an hour in a 35? Yeah. Yeah, that was me. That was me. Yeah, you're a dick. <laughs> Children play there. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Right, and, and people don't forget. That's a bad thing about the internet. Yeah. That people, do, once it's on there... Once it's there, it doesn't, people don't forget about it. It's terrible. So someone else responded to a, uh, has a response to the, to the Biebs. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, from Gator, G-A-Y-T-O-R. <laughs> Agreed. I'm in PR and Biebs was the spokesperson for a company I worked with. We were shooting a commercial and a couple of video snippets with him. And because he totally sucks at learning and reading lines, even just two sentences, I made it a point to be in his trailer as he shot his first video. He wasn't thrilled with my presence and said, who are all these people? You need to leave. So I got kicked out of his trailer while trying to manage my client's video shoot. The rest of his team was super nice, but he was a cocky asshat. Plus, those pants are so bad. Oh my god, stop wearing pants with the crotch at your knees. Uh, joggers. Yeah, yeah. Hammer pants. Why, why do people gotta be assholes? Why people gotta be assholes? Sad face. Oh, 
I think there's oh there's more Bieber. I know there's a bunch. Uh, Rob G says he and some posse came into my restaurant a couple of years ago. These d bag Russian bodyguards came in early and emptied out my entire section of tables. Two two hours later, Bieber and his crew roll in. They ask me questions about the food, but interrupt me as soon as I open my mouth. They make fun of me, jokes that aren't even funny. They don't make any sense. They all laugh anyway. They all acted like little brats. The security guard were blocking off anybody getting even remotely close. After it's all said and done. The little prick leaves a 12% tip. Fuck you, Bieber. Seriously, you're an asshole. <laughs> Wait, did he say Russian bodyguards? That's what he said, yeah. Was, was... There's so many. Where the hell do you get Russian bodyguards? Russia. Dumbass. <laughs> Obviously. That's like, no, that's like, that's like. Yeah, like, but like, how? It's like, yeah. Is there like a Russian bodyguard factory? A farm? Where they pump out Russian bodyguards, or yeah, they just <laughs> just a giant broad-shouldered <laughs> Russian guy comes out. Hello, I'm here to guard the body. <laughs> that's, just, that's it. I'm here to take care of the the little boy that sing. <laughs> here to take care of singing child. <laughs> They're like, oh, <laughs> what is the temperature in your country? I come from negative fifty. Do do what? Do what? Do what? I'm here to care for singing child. That's funny. I like that. I am big Russian bear. <laughs> it's, watch just, it's just Zangief <laughs> from Street Fighter in a suit, sunglasses. Okay, I'm here, um, I'm here to watch over a singing Canadian child. <laughs> Why does Canadian make it better? Why does that make it funnier? Because you add Canadian to anything. <laughs> it makes it funnier. It makes it fucking funnier. <laughs> but no, like, like, no, like, like, uh, 150 car pile, got pile up on, on the highway. Many people died, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. 150 car pile up on the highway. Many Canadian people died. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh my God. <laughs> That's awful, but funny. I laughed. Why did I laugh? It's, it's horrendously <laughs> funny. You know what I mean? Like, it's literally. Why did I laugh at that? It's literally. I didn't laugh the first time. <laughs> I know. I laughed the second time. <laughs> it's. It, why? It's, There's, what is what is in my brain I'm not aware of that I laughed at that? Canadians are the worst. No, they're not. <laughs> anyway. They're, Justin Bieber. It's their, it's their fucking fault. Yeah, but so is Protest the Hero and Rush. It doesn't make up for it. It does. It and Three Inches of Blood. It doesn't make up for it Justin does. Bieber oh, right. and Getty Lee's voice. Getty Lee is really good, though. Canada, you just don't like his voice. Canada, I don't like his voice, but he's really good. Canada... Is it, oh, Canada. Is it, <laughs> Canada is essentially the lame-ass fedora to the United States. It uh, literally sits on top of the United yeah, it's, States. It's, it's America's hat. And it's the worst. <laughs> okay. Canada is the fedora. It's another really good name here. Canada is the fedora of countries. Swisher Prime. Civilized world. Swisher Prime. <laughs> Like the cigars and Optimus Prime. <laughs> okay. Nate Roos of the band Fun. Ugh, oh yeah, I remember this one. This I was one. at their first con. I was at their first concert. Nate was really nervous and kept making adjustments to his mic. 
and kept giving the sound guy instructions between songs. He just looked really nervous and high. So after the third time he did that, I yelled, Nate, you sound so good. He looked confused and said, who was that? You get free sunglasses after the show. So after the show, I went to the merch table and asked for my shades. Flimsy, cheap things that were selling for $15 a piece. The merch guy said I'd have to talk to Nate about it. So I asked where he was, and the, and, and the guy just pointed at the floor. I shit you not. Nate was scampering around under the tables and making weird noises. <laughs> I leaned down and yelled, hey, Nate, you owe me a pair of shades, man. He hit his head on the table, then popped out and screamed, you son of a bitch i didn't think you'd show (laughs) got me the shades and ducked back under the table it was one of the weirdest experiences of my life (laughs) after about after about a year later i saw them again and got to meet nate before the show i brought the shades along told him the story and asked if he could sign them you son of a bitch nate he you son of a bitch is what he said. Right. He was the coolest guy about it. He signed the glasses and profusely apologized. I just thought it was funny and he looked pretty upset by it. So I accepted the apology. Too long didn't read. Nate Ruse called me a son of a bitch, but signed my sunglasses a year later to make up for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That is a That's good a one. That's a good one. That's a good one. I've met Brian Posehn twice and have had similar experiences. Oh, yeah. He's super cool. Yeah. He's the nicest guy. He wrote Deadpool for a while. He did. He also wrote for Star Wars for a while. Gross. Yeah. He, uh, if anyone's going to write for Star Wars and you, you want someone who knows what they're talking about, he's a good pick. Yeah. <laughs> he's a pretty solid choice. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I saw him the first time and I was at C2E2 at, Gen- at a, at a Comic Con and he was there signing for Deadpool. I don't give a shit about Deadpool, but. I like I like him and his stand up and his music stuff. I think it's funny and I like it. So I wanted to have him sign something, but I don't care for Deadpool. <laughs> so I found while I was there, I knew he's a big Star Wars fan. So I found while I was there, I found an inbox copy of Super Return of the Jedi, the Super Nintendo game, and had him sign it. And he was like, "I've never signed one of these. This is awesome." And he signed it. Fuck the Ewoks, <laughs> Brian Posehn. And then. <laughs> Uh, like two or three years later, he came to the Emerson Theater of all places for a stand-up show. Like, if you're from this area, that's really fucking weird. <laughs> like, that's where the local bands play. Right. And, like, some, like, higher-end medium-level bands come there's through. No, there's no seating. No, it's standing room only. And the floor is raked. And the floor is raked, and the bathrooms are atrocious. <laughs> like, there's like, you are a fucking nobody playing your first show or the Black Dahlia Murder. Those are, <laughs> those, those are the only people that play there. Right. Nobodies and the Black Dahlia Murder. Right, right. And he did a comedy show there, and it was so funny because everyone stood around and, like, left room for a pit like you do at shows. Right. And then once he got on stage, the whole crowd pushed forward as if they were at a local show. <laughs> it was so weird. Then I brought it back and had him sign it again. And the right. second time, he chuckled and like remembered it and signed it. Uh, and Boba Fett died like a bitch. Oh, man. <laughs> That's rough. It, it's rough. It's rough. Okay. Um, <laughs> these you these names are real solid today. You're on Reddit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cunnilinguist. <laughs> That is solid. <laughs> Eddie Money is a fucking cunt. <laughs> I <laughs> Starting strong. I was part of a security detail and we were getting mobbed escorting him to his bus. So- <laughs> 
This man needs to write for something. So Captain has been slaps me in the back of the head and yells, keep them off me, asshole. So I dropped my arm, said, fuck you, and walked into the crowd. He got fucking swamped, and I already been paid cash. Sweet. Um... And then uh, Jolie Dame responds, I have a friend who works for a hotel where Eddie Money stayed, and I can confirm this. His entire stay, he was a huge tampon to the staff, <laughs> demanding outrageous things. My friend was extremely fed up with him by the end of his stay. Funny thing is, the event he was in town for got canceled, so we ended up not doing anything but staying in his hotel room with his cat. Yes, I said cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. There's more Eddie Money shows. Went to Eddie Money show at a local minor league baseball stadium. 18 people showed up. <laughs> you could sit anywhere you wanted, anywhere you wanted to, and you could hear individual people singing voices. I felt like we were all dead, and he had gone to rock and roll hell. That <laughs> snuck into his pre-show warm-up for Satan. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. <laughs> wow Eddie Money he was a cop did you know that yes I did know that before he was Eddie yeah. Money he was like I'm the fuzz he was Eddie the fuzz uh, Gaijin Sama also you know pipes up about Eddie Money oh man I wish my friend was on Reddit she has a great Eddie Money story she worked at Hallmark during the Beanie Baby craze and one day Eddie Money came in and wanted to buy a bunch they had a strict policy of only one of each style per customer and he was apparently wanting to buy duplicates after trying to talk her into it for a minute he got frustrated and actually shouted don't you know who I am I'm Eddie Money she actually didn't know who he was and then she had this whole oh well okay I still can't sell those to you he left in a huff and she had to ask a co-worker who he was i like that one guy called him captain has been <laughs> that's fucking rough <laughs> you know what weird thing about eddie money you know rest you know rest his soul whatever right. r.i.p R. eddie money his voice was awful was it <laughs> he always sounded so strained i, I don't know i don't have paid because Eddie Money's got some banging sound, songs, sound he's got some right. rippers. Like he, I like Eddie Money's got some good music, but Eddie Money's voice is not very good. Oh, we got some fuzz. It's going. Uh. Okay. Oh, Cam Servo says so. This girl at a party was bragging about how Eddie Money is her dad. She goes to the bathroom. Somebody takes her phone out of her purse and takes dad's phone number. He starts giving the number to everyone and they start texting him all the time and he ignores everyone. Flash forward about two months. Everyone's lost interest, but I finally get the phone number myself. I started texting him every night at about 3 a.m. for a few months. Finally, he calls me back all wasted and starts complaining to me about how his kids hate him. His wife divorced him and he isn't getting anywhere with the Broadway play that he's working on about his life. It was kind of sad, so I decided to stop texting him for texting him all the time. <laughs> Record and someone says recorded him just before he hit stardom, and he was a pain in the ass. 
some liquor and cheeseburgers. That is such a good name. <laughs> I used to manage the Cubby Bear North just outside of Chicago. We had any money play a show there about a year ago, and he was an extremely nice guy. I brought his food back to the band room, and he started talking to me about the Cubs and the Bears. Looked me in the eye when we were speaking and genuinely seemed interested in my lo- take on local sports teams. That seems count- counterpoint. He redeemed himself. Counterpoint. Yeah. That's great. Oh, my God. There's so... Why did you find so much about Eddie Money? <laughs> there, there must have been a long... C. Montgomery Blurns. Oh, been... my God. Eddie Money is a hilar- is hilariously terrible. <laughs> he walked into the bar my sister worked at and demanded a free drink. And when she said no, he dickishly walked over to the jukebox, played two tickets to Paradise, and just stared at my sister down. Stared my sister down through the entirety of the song. Mind you, the bar was totally dead. So it's just my sister standing behind the bar awkwardly while Eddie Money is doing all of this with nothing else to distract her. <laughs> Someone else responds, Eddie Money was performing at a festival that I had a weekend pass to. He had recorded a saxophone track while he pretended to play, and his singing sounded like sounded like a muffler with a hole in it. <laughs> he left after three songs to get drunk at a bar instead. Worst show I've ever seen. <laughs> oh my god! Dino Punch. Another good name. I met Eddie when he played my town my dad fly fishes in the lead guitarist my dad fly fishes with the lead guitarist so we got backstage passes he was really cool he gave my brother and me a big bag of skittles i was also about 10 and my brother was six don't care got skittles (laughs) (laughs) i think what eddie money like he's it's just those two songs you know what i mean i know he has more but those are the only two songs. Two tickets that, to paradise, and then take me home tonight. Ta- Fuck, I love that song. That's though. a good song. Take me home tonight. It's got Ronnie Spector on it. Does be my little baby. Fuck, that's a good song. Uh, I wonder. Uh, I wonder if. Well, Ronnie was probably. Yeah, that was like early eighties, like yeah, seventies, yeah, yeah. early eighties. It was. It was. Well, Ronnie's so Ronnie, stuff yeah. was seventies. Well, yeah, yeah. And then that song came out in the like, Six, mid, 60s, 60s, 60s. And that came like mid-80s, I think. Yeah. Like 84, 85. He's a little earlier than that. But anyway, yeah. Ronnie Ronnie was with Phil Spector. Mm-hmm. Phil Spector is a, is a fucking bag of cats. <laughs> like he's nuts, man. Like that, that fucking weird wig he wears. And like he's got keeps guns around all yeah. the time. Like oh, he's well, just yeah. like he recorded the Ramones. Yeah, yeah. And Johnny and Dee Dee fucking hated him, hated working with him. There is um, the urban legend is that uh, Phil held him at gunpoint uh, over the course of an evening to like, oh my god, stay and like shoot the shit with him. Wow, at gunpoint, right? right. Just like I'm just now, I don't, go. I don't know if it actually happened. I'm just though. gonna make sure you stay here. <laughs> because to chat because i got this fucking gun because i'm phil Spector, right? i fucking guess which is funny because i'm sure dd was like i just want to go do heroin i just need to do shoot up <laughs> i want to leave yeah and johnny would be like i, I don't want to be here i just want to watch baseball but i also don't want to get shot so <laughs> i guess i'll stay <laughs> margie i think margie was in the band at that point too. okay I think. Yeah, Marky was in the band at that point. Marky would have been like, can I have a beer? <laughs> yeah, I don't care about the gun. Beer, please. And Joey Moe was like, I'm having a good time. 
Best conversation I've had in years. I love this. AJ Goff. I have a funny story. Goff? Goff. G-O-F-F. Okay. I have a funny story about meeting Danny Carey. I don't know who that is. From Tool, the drummer from Tool. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I I had gone to see A Perfect Circle in Chicago, and Danny's band Pygmy Love Circus had opened. After the show, I'm walking out. Looking out of the main entrance of the venue, which was a medium-sized club, into the absolute throng of people who inevitably gather outside the doors, looking for <clears throat> looking for the people they arrived with and waiting for ca- cabs and rides. Suddenly, I see Danny Carey standing in the middle of the crowd in his typical surf shorts and basketball jersey attire. So I go up to him, make eye contact, and extend my, and extend my hand, which he shakes. I tell him very sequently and respectfully that I'm a very big fan of his drumming, that he had played a great set that night, and I was now a huge fan of PLC, whom I'd never heard before. He graciously thanks me, then says, trying not to bring any t- try not to bring any attention to me, though. No one realizes I'm out here. My first thought is, how the hell does no one realize you're out here? You're Danny Carey, and everyone in this crowd just watched you play an hour and a half ago. But I see he's turning his head and looking around at the crowd. And when I do the same, I realize that he is about six foot five inches tall and I'm about six foot two. And our two heads are the only ones in the crowd at that level. It was like we were having a quick conversation in the clouds about everyone else's heads where no one could notice. I gave him a quick nod and we kind of smiled at each other about it. And I walked away. I watched him back and I walked him back into the building and not a single other person approached him. Good for Danny. I had a similar experience like that, too, when I met when I saw the Black Dahlia murder. Uh, Trevor was just hanging out outside mm-hmm. and Trevor had dramatically changed <laughs> since my last mental picture of sure, Trevor. Sure. He had the real long hair and the real long beard. And I still was thinking like clean shaven, short haired Trevor yeah. from back in the day, had a full conversation with him, just shot the shit. Hey man, what's up? What are you here for? Ah, oh, we're playing tonight. Oh, blah, 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 blah. He walked inside and I saw the show and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> oops!" <laughs> Had no idea. That was probably that was probably nice for him though. Yeah, you yeah, because he doesn't doesn't get mobbed. Yeah, I just they're not, they're not one of those bands though. I think like they don't they have don't people well, like fanboying out. That same night, I saw him drinking liquor straight from a bottle, mm-hmm. talking to his friends or the people he was with. I don't know if it was the band or just people, and he. Put his finger up in a hang on a minute motion, turned around, barfed everywhere, <laughs> turned back around and says, you guys want some shots? <laughs> like nothing had happened. It's like, wow, that was intense. Yeah. Yeah. I think those those dudes, like they talk about smoking pot all yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what happens? I don't know if they're super heavy drinkers or anything, yeah. but like that, uh, that majesty home video mm-hmm. yeah like they're all like let's smoke some pot <laughs> smoke some pot smoke some pot play some D and write some fucking metal <laughs> i always think like i remember the first time i i heard black Dahlia murder it was a i bought a dvd sampler mm-hmm. a metal blade sampler mm-hmm. yeah and the funeral thirst video was on there yeah and they were in a graveyard yeah, but there were only like three camera angles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the whole, early black for, yeah. for the whole video. Yeah, and I was like, "This is great." Yeah, this is always really good. And then the vul- uh, vulgar picture. I remember yeah, seeing that video early yeah. on. I love that song. Yeah, I like everything they do. Like it's one, Black Dahlia Murder is one of those bands where they like continue to get better. 
but I still listen to Nocturnal more right, than anything right, else. Right, yeah, right. yeah. Like, I, I don't know why. I'm just like, yeah, Nocturnal. It's great. I like Ritual <laughs> a lot. I like Everblack a lot. Yeah, I liked I liked Everblack a lot. Um, Ritual. I didn't get into Ritual much actually. Like I had it, I bought it, but I didn't get into it as much. Is Nocturnal. Is Ritual the one with the on, green front with like the tribally looking stirring stuff. Stirring seas of salted blood. Yes. Yeah. I was Nocturnal. Um, ever black and then the i can never i can always see the title the cover art but i can't remember it. it's one that's really bright and it's got like a deflorate like, def, 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 deflorate deflorate i always fuck it up that one I like yeah. that one too new metal vanilla ice is real life i had never heard this was it there was a one about him in there uh yeah there was yeah do Maybe it. i'll start with that one do it do it do it I gotta find it again because it was a little lower down than where I was. Ah, um, peeps underscore chicken. One year ago, reads. Good name. Not totally on point, but probably as close as I'm going to come. We were all in Panama City during college spring break in the late '90s. My buddy, who was always super awkward around women, managed to actually start scoring points with a cutie we'd met. It seemed like he was going to get lucky, right up until we stopped by Club La Vela. Club La Vila. Vanilla Ice was the musical guest playing there, and he ended up bringing her onto the tour bus. We never saw her again. <laughs> what makes it so painfully awesome was this was not Vanilla Ice at the height of his popularity. This was New Metal Vanilla Ice. My friend got <laughs> cock-blocked by New Metal Vanilla Ice. <laughs> oh. New Metal Vanilla Ice is the best. The absolute best. Did you find another one? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I read. I read the TLDR and was like, "What?" <laughs> then I read it and was like, "Oh, that's not nearly as funny." <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Um. Mm, <laughs> I, got, uh, I got one go for it if you want to if you want to keep looking yeah yeah you're good it's a bunch of dead air yeah my bad just <clears throat> like 77 of them <laughs> all right this one's great yeah yeah uh a friend of mine had sex with lil pump he gave her chlamydia that's the whole thing <laughs> good edit she had sex with him a couple months before she turned 18 so, no, she wasn't a creepy 30-year-old trying to get in his pants, nor did she commit statutory rape. Comment. Shocking from a dude called Lil Pump. <laughs> <laughs> and the next comment is <laughs> short for Lilium Pumpernickel. <laughs> Lilium. Uh, not sex. My mom was kissed by David Bowie at a concert in, in UK in the 70s. When he left, everyone in the crowd started trying to kiss her because his lips had just been on hers. She said it was a very sweet kiss. In response, you were probably conceived by that kiss. There you go. Here, check this one. This one's way down. Uh, a girl I know banged Aaron Carter after a meet and greet. <laughs> he is going through a rough time, and I don't think they have met since, but I believe they still text sometimes. She still thinks he's great. It fulfilled her childhood dream to meet him and sleep with him. <laughs> Comment. 
Funny, a buddy of mine from Tampa had the same story. Edit, yes, it's a guy. <laughs> and then next comment, didn't Aaron Carter come out as bi? So I believe this. Mm-hmm. Next comment, I had to Google it, but yup, he did. Said he didn't want a relationship with a dude, though. He looked pretty rough around the edges. Uh, he looked pretty rough around the edges, too. Hollywood is a rough town, I guess. <laughs> like, it's, which is, like, I think he was the one that, like, there was some drug issues. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. With him. Is that yeah, who I'm thinking the, of? Isn't he a brother of... Nick Carter from from uh, from Backstreet Boys. You said Aaron Carter, didn't you? Is that what yeah, you said? Yeah, yeah, he's the younger brother of Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. And Nick Carter has a restraining order against him now in real life. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, one of my friends in high school, grade 10, made out with Dexter Holland. They kept in touch after, and he even called her and left like a one and a half minute of pretty fly for a white guy on her voicemail before it was released. One and a half minute because after that, there was a long distance charge, and he's a cheap bastard. As far as I know, she still loves them. Am I mi- Comment. Am I missing a joke here, or are you saying that he was making out with girls in the 10th grade when he was in his mid-30s? Response. Yep, that is what I'm saying. Whoo! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's rough. I think the the uh, the offspring. I fucking love the offspring, but it's a very fo- yeah. but it's a very focused love. It's three albums and absolutely nothing else. <laughs> yeah, absolutely nothing else. I don't even own those other records. Did you get one? I think so. Is it good? A friend of mine, Blue Ludicrous. Her and three others saw him on the street and hollered at him. They went back to his hotel, and he and my friend went into the bedroom and they performed oral on each other. While they were while they while they waited in the other room for them to finish, my other friend stole his weed. (laughs) (laughs) Check this one out. Okay, a friend of mine was doing some studio work with Jewel back in the '90s, and she was in my kitchen. When walking past me, her boob accidentally brushed against my arm. That's the best I got. Nice. <laughs> good, for, good for you, man. Firstly, good I've never you. been a groupie nor done it with celebrities, but I did security work for some concerts a while back. One I remember fondly was when me and a couple of security guys were guarding CeeLo Green's bus. So while, while, so while there we see him go in with a bunch of groupies, in some revealing clothing. So the other guys start pointing that out, making crew jokes about CeeLo getting some action. Five minutes later, the gals come out of the bus with puppies. No joke. They literally came out of the bus with puppies and went back to the venue. <laughs> I met I met CeeLo Green once. I was in a, really? Yeah, I was in an elevator. I fucking him. love CeeLo. Yeah, my wife, uh, my wife and I were getting into an elevator, and CeeLo was in there, <clears throat> and I didn't even fucking notice. Yeah, but my wife was like, "Fucking CeeLo Green," and he had a he had his chick with him, or yeah. I don't know, a, a girl, ch- a chick yeah. with him, with a large afro. Is he that as was, small as I suspect? Yes, he looks tiny. Yes, I had a good foot and a half on. Oh him. yeah, he looks yeah. tiny, tiny, tiny. Yeah, I, we got in the elevator, and I just kept talking to my wife. Yeah, blah 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 blah. We're going to the museum of death. I wonder if they have Manson family stuff. Yeah, yeah. That. You know, and CeeLo's probably and, like, "What the fuck?" I looked, <laughs> I looked at the elevator. And I was like, "Is this thing going down?" And CeeLo went, "It's going down." And I went, "That was weird." What an odd statement. And sir. then I went back. Then I went back to my wife, and I was like, "Hey, I heard there's a Gigi Allen exhibit." 
and that, and that was it. And when they got off, my wife was like, you know who that was? I'm like, who, the little black fella? Yeah. And she was like, that was CeeLo. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, he was chubby. You should have talked to him about Judas Priest. <laughs> he fucking loves Judas Priest. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't want to do that. I feel like if you're going to talk to him about anything, well, he's probably just glad you're not fanboying over him. Right. Like, hey, man, you like Priest? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> bueno. <laughs> like, whole conversation. Like, I'm sure he would have been into There's the, all kinds dumb. of interviews where he's like, he's like, have you heard my voice? He's like, I grew up in the 80s. He's like, of course I sang Judas Priest. Right. So. Right. <laughs> I think you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> His voice is real high. <laughs> uh, you got another one? I think so. Let's see. Oh, wait. Here, I got one. Okay. I got one. I found out recently that while my mother was a cocktail waitress in Vegas, she slept with Chris from NSYNC. From what I understand, <laughs> though, from what I understand, though, he was super nice and even left a voicemail on her phone for myself and my younger brother since we were huge fans and had just seen them the night before. Nice. So, nice. response. So your mom told you a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> I know two different girls who fucked Tiesto. Tiesto. Tiesto regularly. He would fly them out to Vegas and Miami on rotation. Guy was in his 40s flying out 18, 20-year-olds. They liked traveling and he would fly their friends out too so they had company. One of them didn't really see him as an idol, more of a free vacation every so often. <laughs> Comment. Oh, she paid for it. Yeah. Comment. I think, I think there, there was, was a word, word for that. <laughs> Instagram lifestyle influencer. <laughs> that was fucking awesome. That's pretty good. Uh oh, this one's this one's awesome. Okay. Uh my wife's grandma was a groupie for a traveling <laughs> for for a traveling Sioux band. Sue was in S-I-O-U-X. Yeah. Yeah. She won't tell us anything about the guy, but he got her pregnant, and that's how my father-in-law was conceived. (laughs) (laughs) Comment. Comment. Groupie for a traveling Sue band. This is the most old lady story ever. Yeah. The Aaron Carter one's really good. I know a guy who had sex with Eartha Kitt in an airplane bathroom. <laughs> this came up organically. This is a comment. <laughs> uh, did you read the Vanilla Eyes one? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you I got did. that one. Yes. Okay. Um, I have a friend who was singled out by Prince. He invited her back to his rental house and played <laughs> billiards with her for six hours straight before asking her to leave so he could sleep. <laughs> yeah, man, Prince was all about that Jesus. I don't think he was into, into sleeping around. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, to be, I don't know. Like, Prince was a goddamn demigod. He's you know, fucking like, weird. You know like, what I mean? Like, he was yeah. like, what's, what's fucking wrong with you, dude? Yeah. Like, are you human? He's something like weird. Like you're about the size that. of a hobbit. You look kind of like a woman. Yeah. But 
everybody can, wants to fuck you. And you can like, play that fucking guitar. <laughs> like, literally everyone wants to fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Like, okay, check this one out. Check mm-hmm. this one out. All right. My mom worked in the record industry and went up to Bono before a show and planted a kiss on him right in front of my dad because Bono was the one guy my dad said she could kiss. During the show, Bono mentioned he was sick and my mom claims she caught his cold from the kiss. Nowadays, she jokes that she should have tried to sell his germs by breathing into plastic bags. Translation, she blew him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was not me, but within my sphere, a girl hooked up with John Mayer like 10 years ago, and he pissed on her afterwards. <laughs> and someone responded, I bet Mayer doesn't even have a piss kink. <laughs> wow. It's so funny because, like, the 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 end of that yeah the, the end of that is what makes it even more worse yeah because yeah. it's not like can I pee on you because I'm really into it it's yeah. more like I'm gonna fucking piss I'm gonna fucking pee on you <laughs> because you suck I'm gonna pee on you why <laughs> <laughs> why not <laughs> this one this one this was one of my favorite ones uh, my parents lived in Europe in the 70s which by the way I figure means there was a 75 percent chance <laughs> she, she, okay, okay, okay. Slept with Rod Stewart, David Bowie, or Mick Jagger. And there is a 45% chance they slept with all three at an orgy in Berlin. Comment can confirm M. European was born from an orgy in Berlin. Most of us are. <laughs> Ham wallets says. <laughs> This one's a little more close. This one's a little closer to home. My sister screwed Tim Lambesis of As I Lay Dying maybe about eight years ago when they came to Australia. I think he ended up really liking her, and he would send her messages on Facebook all the time. A little while later, and a f- and a f- a little while later, and a friend sent us an article that he was getting thrown in jail for attempted murder of his wife. Yes, he was married with kids, and they boned. And yes, he is supposedly a devout Christian. She felt partially responsible for a little <laughs> while, but I think he probably slept around with everyone. <laughs> uh, okay, this one's good. Yep. This one is really good. Really good. Okay, okay. A chick I dated in high school later dated the drummer from Offspring. Here's the good part. She didn't even know who Offspring was. Comment. Oh, my God. Poor dude. I've worked with a lady who claimed to be his mom, and she couldn't remember the name of his band. Wait. What? Wait. Who is this? <laughs> the drummer from Offspring. Yeah. Okay. That's so what I, don't, I, I don't know if it's um, – I don't – was that? It's Ron – well, it was Ron Welty yeah. for the – the big chunk of that yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they've had oh, two, two, two different drummers. Um, the couple, last one on the list. Three, whatever it is. Last one on the list. The girl I lost my virginity to fucked the lead singer of LMFAO for some coke. She said she just wanted some coke. Edit. I forgot to mention we were both 15. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awful. That's awful. I don't even remember that one. <laughs> oh, my God. This one's good. This one's good. Uh, Adam Duritz from the Counting Crows. I went to a pre-concert meet and greet in the 90s with some friends. I guess the turnout was less than what he wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. He signed autographs and took pictures with the nine or ten girls that showed up. It was my turn to get an autograph. I had bought, I had brought 
two CDs to be signed. And he said, sorry, man, I got to go get ready for the show. (laughs) (laughs) Then proceeded to talk to... Talked to two of the girls for 45 minutes. <laughs> to top it off, another girl came in 15 minutes later, got an autograph from him. <laughs> I never bought another CD or went to another Counting Crows concert. Edit, bonus story. I, w- I was an extra for a Lincoln Park video. As a fan, I was happy to be part of it for free. The shoot was only supposed to last seven hours, plus they had the in and out uh, truck out serving uh, on set. Giving out free food. That's in and out burger. In and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In and out burger. burger, by the way. That's um, mostly California. Yeah, yeah. West Coast. Uh, when they realized filming was going to be longer than expected, they offered $100 to everybody if they stayed until the end. Not a problem. Filming was delayed again, and they offered another 100 We ended up being on set for 15 hours. We weren't permitted to leave. Everybody was told checks would be mailed in two to three weeks. To this day, I have not seen a penny from the video shoot. <laughs> I made some friends while on set, and they confirmed they were not paid either. I still like Lincoln Park, but I know... <laughs> But I now know, but, but I now download all their music. Okay. Hold on. All right. I still like Lincoln Park is grammatically. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. So we're a couple of my, I still, too. I still like Lincoln Park, but I now download all their music and CDs, uh, music and make CDs for all my coworkers and friends. <laughs> Getting that 200 bucks worth. <laughs> Uh, I think we're running low now. Yeah, we're, uh, we're, A lady friend of mine from Minneapolis ran into Prince in about 88 or 89. She was at a mall in late she was at a mall in a ladies clothing store and she looks up from the circular rack to see Prince standing on the other side without thinking. She says, "Damn, you are short." He said, "Shut up, bitch," and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Elton John. I worked for a company that handled private jets and flew uh, flew into work one day for a concert. There were two of us waiting to greet him, and when he got off the plane, <laughs> every every other celebrity would at least acknowledge us with a smile or something. We said hello to him, and he looked at us in disgust, rolled his eyes, and said nothing but a smug. Pfft. We unloaded his airplane and noticed. Uh, he had giant shopping bags filled, filled with pudding and jello. So we helped ourselves to it with permission from Elton's assistant. <laughs> That's a bummer, man. I don't want Elton John to be a dick. <laughs> have you had any, have you had any, uh, questionable run-ins with, with people you, uh, you've met? I know you have a lot of good stories from uh, like meeting cancer slug and stuff. No, I, I, I think I learned, I remember being young and I remember a friend, I remember a friend telling me about I met this guy and it yeah. was fucking awful. Yeah. I remember hearing that story and I remember being young being like, oh, it's probably a bad idea. Because yeah. I picked up early on that, wait, this is their job. They're busy. Yeah. They got shit going on. You know, they're, yeah. do, they're doing stuff. Unless like, they're doing a meet and greet. Yeah. And yeah, that, yeah. Unless unless that's the case. But, yeah. you know, I've I've brushed by like Doyle. On yeah. a couple of occasions, like I saw him outside of um, the gig in the daytime yeah. before a Misfits show once, and I gave him like a, hey, what's up? Yeah. Because he was on a phone. Oh, he's on a like yeah, he fucking phone. He was literally guy. at a pay phone without yeah. gear, without all his yeah. get up on, making a phone call, and I said, hey, what's up? Yeah. You know, and I just, I'm not going to go bother him. Yeah, I'm not going to sure. stand there while he's trying to have a phone yeah, call. Yeah, don't be that guy, yeah. And... I don't know. I haven't. No, I haven't really had any bad ones. I sometimes forget that I've met a Monomarth because it was so 
milk toast. <laughs> it was just Good. like Good. they were doing a meet. Like I've done meet and greets before, and I remember like all of them, and was like super pumped and had interactions with them. And then they were just sitting there, and there was a line of them signing stuff. And I have a, they you get handed an insert like a, mm-hmm. a poster, and you went through and signed them, and they all just signed it. And I was like, hey man, thanks. And they. Yeah, thanks for coming. Like, yeah, we, yeah, thanks. And then like, that was it. <laughs> you guys are great. Yeah. We'll I'd, see you later. I told Johan, I was like, hey, man, you're one of my heroes. You're great. And he's like, thanks. I appreciate it. And that was it. Yeah. That was the whole interaction. <laughs> I've, I mean, I've had some funny run-ins. I remember when I was I was watching, I went to a Teen Idol show. Yeah. Um, I was a huge Teen Idols fan. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a pop-punk band, Ramones, Screeching Weasel-ish. Yeah, yeah. Um, I went and saw him at Steve Ray's House of Wax in Muncie. Good. That's and, um, no longer there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Long yeah. Long gone. gone. Long <laughs> gone. I don't even know what's... There was a hot dog place on the bottom, and then yeah, Steve yeah. Ray's on top. But, um, it was in the village on mm-hmm. campus in yep. Ball State. Um, Teen Autos played their show. And at that point, I was into making my own buttons. Mm-hmm. And I made a button. It was like this big two-inch button. Yeah, yeah. A big one. It just yeah. said, I heart syphilis. Oh, nice. <laughs> and okay. I wore it I wore it to the show. Yeah. And in the process of the show, my brother and I were dancing. Yeah. You know, Wait, and, your brother was? Yeah, Derek, Derek was with me. Really? Yeah. So I'm like 18, 19. Yeah. Derek is like 26. And it doesn't seem like 26. Derek's scene, I guess. <laughs> oh, he loved going to shows. Like, really? He let, huh. Like he'd always have a good time. I remember at one point during that show, I wrote about this um, when Music, the Lifeblood was just a written blog. Um, so if you get oh, on the before the before yeah, times, yeah, yeah, the, uh, the, the, the Mesozoic period, yeah. right? um, uh, I'd, uh, I written, uh, I read about that show that night yeah. and there was my brother at that point in our lives, my brother was, um, he was in a marriage that wasn't the best for okay. him. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and she was, um, uh, a little, um, how how would I say strangulating? <laughs> ah. <laughs> and so when Derek needed to cut loose, yeah. which was often yeah. because he couldn't get he didn't just didn't get the opportunity to. And I yeah. realized, oh, he has good times when, yeah, yeah. when we go to shows or when we're doing shows. That's so awesome. Invite him. But he went uh, went with us that one night and it was just funny. Teen Idols were playing, and at one point uh, I looked over and my brother was probably two feet off the ground. Oh, wow. Hurtling towards me. <laughs> and, uh, and like, wham. And like, we all kind of toppled. Tumble, in, yeah. In a, in a mass and my button came off. Yeah. And Keith, the singer of the Teen Idols, had picked the button up. <laughs> and I saw him look at it and go, what? <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he put it on. <laughs> of course he, he did. He put, put it on his on his jacket. Yeah. And Heather, their bass player, Heather Tabor, he pointed at Heather and he said, look at my button and, and i saw heather go what <laughs> and when they get and they went when they got done playing i made a beeline for keith before yeah. like because he was starting i want pull, my button back pull, 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 pull his cable and wrap yeah, it yeah. up and i was like hey i want my button back and like i'm bigger than yeah keith. yeah he's <laughs> like sorry dude like here 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 you go man and i was like thanks and bye enjoy your syphilis <laughs> I the the funniest run in I had I think I've told this story on the show before but it's probably been literal years at this point. Right. I was 18 or 19 it was the first Mayhem tour like the first one. 
Um, and Dragon Force was the the opener of the main stage. There, there was always four bands on the big stage at, that was started at like seven. Okay, and it was the Dragon Force and then Mastodon. And then I don't give a fuck about the other two because <laughs> they were probably like Rob Zombie <laughs> and some shit. Is this when you met? Is this when you asked them for an autograph? Yes. And they said no. 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 Okay. Same. Same event. But that I wasn't offended by that because right. I was that guy in that situation. Right. They were being. They were walking to the stage with security, and I was like, I have an autograph. And <laughs> Sam was like, Sorry, man, we're busy. And I'm like, He was totally nice. I wasn't mad about it, but. Fucking whoever is on oh Slipknot Slipknot was on stage. I don't give a flying fuck about Slipknot, right. especially at that point in my life. So me and my friend Blue, his name is CJ. I always called him Blue. We're like, let's just go get something to drink. Like I don't fucking give a shit about Slipknot. And so we walk away and we're walking towards like the the drink area. And it's everyone's watching Slipknot. It's completely empty if you're not at the main stage. And I just see this like group of girls. Shre- like in a semicircle around two guys. Right, all right, I, yeah, all right, I could right, see right, was right. really long hair on one, like down to the knee, right. and a trucker hat on the other. And I'm like, that's fucking Herman and Sam. And I, we walk over there, and sure enough, it's fucking Herman and Sam, <laughs> Dragon Force. And I have a Dragon Force shirt on, and Sam walks up to me, drunk as fuck, <laughs> very drunk. And he grabs me by my back of my neck and like pulls in, pulls me in real close to him. And he's like, Hey mate. And I'm like, what's up, Sam? And he goes, I need you to ask for my autograph so I can impress these sluts. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, yes. So he had a pin and I like really like, over the top, like Sam, can I have your autograph? <laughs> and he was like, "Sure!" <laughs> like threw his hands in the air and signed my shirt. And like, I was too. Fu- it was the only time in my life I've been fucking starstruck as like an eighteen-year-old kid. I was just like, and I was too scared to ask for a picture. And I just have this story now. And somewhere I have a shirt that he signed it in fucking ballpoint pens. And you can hardly fucking tell. (laughs) And that's the only like funny run in I've had. I've had a lot. I just kind of, I keep a distance. I I, I like to meet the people. I keep a, I keep a polite distance. I remember when I was, I was at a, a warp tour. Yeah. And Nick from tiger army. Mm -hmm. Um, or no, it wasn't Nick. Nick walked by me, but then Jeff uh, Kresky, I think is you say it. Yeah. Jeff was a longtime bass player for Tiger Arm. He played mm-hmm. in AFI for yeah, a minute, yeah. and he was in the Horror Pops for a while, and I think he plays with Fear now. Um, but Jeff was walking by, and it, like I don't do the fanboy thing. I just don't do yeah, it. I yeah. don't. I just don't do it. And I was like, hey, Jeff. Hey, what's up? Where are you guys playing at? What time? <laughs> He's like, Volcom stage, 3 o'clock. I'm like, all right, see you later. And that was the end of yeah, it. Yeah. So all my interactions are kind of like that. Yeah. Oh. It's just not, not really anything crazy. I did meet, um, oh, man, why am I forgetting his name? Spencer Satello from Periphery. The oh, singer right Periphery. Sure. And he was at a merch booth. I wasn't, like, hassling him. And I was like, hey, man. I'm here to see you guys. Can I have a picture? And he's like, fuck yeah, you can have a picture. And I remember it so specifically because there's a merch table in between us. Right. So we both lean over this. Well, he kind of leans over to me for this picture. 
And I lean over to him. And even though I am leaning all the way over this table to meet him on the other side of this table, I'm still significantly taller than him, <laughs> even though I'm the one like completely bent over the table. Right. He's such a little guy. Right. And then that same show uh, that was back when Wes Hotch was Wes. I can't remember say his last name. It's Wes Houch or Les Houch. Uh, he, he was playing for the Faceless at that point. He played for Black Crown Initiate for a bit. He's playing with somebody else now. Um, and I was like, oh, hey, Wes, what's up? And he was so baked, he couldn't talk to me. <laughs> he was just like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, There was just no words. He was just so high, he couldn't speak. And it's like, fuck, man, you are really stoned. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't have a tongue. I don't oh. have a ton of them. Tommy Victor from Prong and Danzig. Yeah, you know, we passed each other. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's up? You know, it's just all that, just that sort of stuff. I just remembered two. I've met more people than I thought I have. Right. When Refractions opened for Between the Buried and Me, mm-hmm. um, I have a picture on my Facebook of me with Blake Richardson. Oh yeah, and yeah, I yeah. was like. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god! As an I, you got to watch him play, right? Yeah, like it literally because we opened for him, and um, I sat like four feet from his drum riser and just watched him play all night. It was just like, oh god, he's so good. Yeah. <laughs> he had a floor tom made out of a bass drum. Hmm. He just drilled legs into the side of it and set it up. So he had two regular floor toms and this one that was just like a sub drop. <laughs> That's just for a floor tom. And then um, one time again with refractions. We opened a really small festival that somehow managed to get like big headliners. So the headliners, like I mean, this this place, this festival took place in a bowling alley. Mm-hmm. That's how small this fucking festival was. It was one day. The headliners were the Contortionist, mm. Chimp Spanner, and that guy I can never remember from Nevermore. Jeff Loomis. Jeff Loomis. Uh, um, Jeff Loomis on his own? Yeah, just Jeff Loomis. Hmm. Um, like with a band? or Yeah, it was him and then like a backing band. But the backing band was also like Chimp Spanner's backing band. They were oh, okay, together. Okay. But the contortionist okay. was the main headliner. Okay. And like we, we played real early that day. We were still kind of new. We were like a, a new band. So we played like fourth or fifth. And like this, I noticed this dude just kind of sat off the side watching me. I don't know. I don't know who he is. I don't know anything about him. And it get done. And he's like, hey, man, great set. You're really good. And I'm like, thanks, dude. I appreciate that. Like, I'm still kind of feeling things out. We're new. But I'm like, he's like, yeah, keep doing what you're doing. You're doing great. And I'm like, thank you. Wow. That was so nice. Years go by. (laughs) Years go by. (laughs) And I see this dude rehearsing with the fucking faceless. And it's a noob sastry. And he was playing with, uh, he was playing with Chimp Spanner and Nevermore guy, Jeff Loomis, mm-hmm. on tour, and it was fucking a noob sastry. And I was like, ha <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. So, yeah, that was neat. That would be like, that'd be like Ronnie James Dio being like, I like your singing. Yeah. Yeah. And like, well, thanks. Then you find out who he was. <laughs> your, like, your vibrato is very nice. Yeah. Well, thanks, little guy. <laughs> yeah. And like, <laughs> like what? Hey, thanks, little fella. Where's your pass? <laughs> How'd you? Who let you in? Are your very old parents here? <laughs> I'm not mad. I just need to know if you're allowed to be back here. <laughs> oh my god! He would be 
so chill. He would just be like, really? Like, I feel like he would just be like, where's your bag? <laughs> Who let Rod, you? Dude, no. I'm sorry. Roddy James Dio w- does not put up with fucking riffraff. Really? Like, he w- whip your ass in Really? I feel like he'd be so chill like, about it. <laughs> Ronnie would be like, would be like, listen, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck do you think you are? Do you have any idea who I am? You see see that billboard for tonight? That's me. <laughs> I'm that guy. He's so like I remember um uh I remember him doing an interview. I mean, I think he was sitting on a tour bus. Yeah. He was doing an interview talking about all the bands he'd been in. Yeah. yeah. He, he was like, boy, these guys were assholes. <laughs> like I really wanted to make it work. Didn't I guys? But nope. You didn't want to have it that way. <laughs> oh my God. So I joined black Sabbath, you know, like <laughs> that's like, fair. It's like Jesus dude. <laughs> like, whoa, man. Easy. <laughs> like Ronnie's like, fuck, are you all right? Do you, I, Grudge. Yeah, do you hold you hold a little bit of a grudge there? <laughs> Maybe put the grudge down yeah. for a couple of minutes. You've been out of that band for some time now. <laughs> that was, you know, quite some time ago. We, we need to do like a... We did a Dio episode a while ago. Of course back, we did. We? No, we just did a song. We just did... Uh, oh, we did a video, did we? We did uh, Rock and Roll Children. It'd be just funny to have like a freeform Dio Chit chat episode. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Talking yeah. about Ronnie James. It's fucking just wax poetic about Dio for about two <laughs> hours. Like, I is it is so interesting because, like, the further into the Dio catalog, Dio the band, yeah, yeah not yeah. just Ronnie as a singer, but the Dio band catalog, the further it's just like it's Candlemas. Yeah, you know, like. Or, yeah, it's it just gets doomier it's, and it's doomier doom. and it's doomier. Like, yeah, they got Simon Wright that played in ACDC for yeah. a while playing drums for him, mm-hmm. and, and like Simon Wright was like, um, "I can play Doom, guys. I really like Candlemas, guys." <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, really? Can you show me?" <laughs> 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 Doom drumming is a special t- it really like everyone's like oh, it's easy it's slow and it's like it's really hard to play that slow sometimes and keep time like playing along with like bong ripper is like I can hardly find the beat it's so slow right, <laughs> right. There's a, that's a thing I was, I was joking about Sono yeah. uh, about that a while back yeah there are drums in Sono. Sun, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sun, sun. Did I say Sun Sono? You said Sun O. Did I say it's Sun? You didn't say Sono. You said Sun O. I thought I said Sono. There are people who are argue with that point about the Sun Sun O. It's but just Sun. Yeah, because it's named after the amp company that had the logo. Yeah, after it. yeah. I want to call him Sono. Okay, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Okay, whatever. But anyway, the the people that say I say there are there is drums in Sun. Yeah. They just haven't got to the the part with the drums. <laughs> They're just still like, waiting. Yeah, like yeah. all all of this yeah. is like it's just a slowed down intro to a song. Yep. You can show up thirty <laughs> minutes late to a Sun show and not miss the first song. <laughs> right. Like it's fucking slow. I don't even think there are songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't think they play. I don't think they've ever played the same song twice. <laughs> like. Uh, no, I'm serious. No, no, I understand. Like, yeah, ser- yeah. Like, how? How do you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I know, like, uh, o- O'Malley. Steve- Stephen O'Malley? Is that his name? I'm unfamiliar. He's a soft-spoken guy. Yeah. The One of the guitar players. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Like, 
there's not a there's no discernible thing yeah it's yeah. ambient yeah or, or at yeah, least yeah. it appears to be ambient mm-hmm. ambient like i don't really get into them much because the no drum thing like, drives me nuts i just i've never heard the same song twice yeah like what's going on <laughs> what are you doing yeah what is, what is this? What is is this? This is just an open note with some jangle behind it. I like it when they when they when they open whatever they're doing. Yeah, just with like a. Yeah. Like it just swells into this big note, and then Attila yeah. shows up and is like, and does his thing. That weird chant thing he I does. Don't like his vocal. I don't like him. I do not like Attila in Mayhem at all. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, I don't like him in that other Sensanium. Sensanium, that's it. I don't like him in like. I don't like him. There's so much talent in Sensanium, and his vocals just kill it. I I hate Attila in Mayhem. Yeah. It makes. It it almost makes. Like, the big album. Yeah, yeah. Demister. Demister. (laughs) First. Yeah, <laughs> the one. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The, the big one. Yeah, that that one. I was just like, this is unbearable. Yeah, like it's almost like Greg Ginn guitar solos. Like, <laughs> yeah. like that's not a solo, Greg. That's just that's noise, you, my that's dude. <laughs> you you drop the guitar. That's what that is. And, you and were, went, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the one. That's that's the take. Yeah, I think we got it. I think we got it. Yeah. <laughs> It's not like I just Attila. No, yeah, no, no. Please get out of Mayhem. Don't be in Mayhem. Maniac, fine. Yeah, fine with Maniac. Stick with Maniac all you want. Yay. Yeah, because dead is dead. He's not coming back. Nothing you can do about that. Just stick with Maniac, and I will be fucking fine. Yeah, but Attila, please (laughs) stop singing for Mayhem. Yeah, agreed. You are <clears throat> awful. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, I played Doom for so long. You run into those dudes who are just like, son, oh, son, oh, it's so good. And it's like, it's just, it's not. Are you aware? Have you actually I think it's, heard it? I think it's interesting. It's like, you know, like Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor, they did the girl with the dragon tattoo yeah. score. Yeah. And that's all ambient stuff. For sure. And it's fun to listen to. There is there is then. something to be said about ambient. Yeah. But like But you have to be if on, you're, you have to take DMT. If you're gonna be an <laughs> ambient band, then call it that. Don't be in an ambient band masked in doom. <laughs> like it's only because of the guitar tone. I mean, I guess just chuggy heavy. Imagine <clears throat> imagine if it was like a like a shred tone. You know what I mean? It would, no, it doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't work. You can't play that in like E. You can't do that in E. Or like a surf tone. Like, yeah. With a, Very little with distortion. Slap back and a lot of reverb. Yeah. It's just these giant like crazy loud like painfully. It's like there's so much. It would be funny if Brian sets her joined son. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here for that. Ryan Setzer be like, uh, <laughs> you, uh, what, 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 what do I do? What key is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's the key of 
fuck. <laughs> we, we play a drop fuck. <laughs> oh, well, okay. <laughs> huh. Okay. Uh, how do I tune to that? <laughs> What's fuck tuning? <laughs> Ask Conan. They've been doing it for is a that, while. Is that like a Jimmy Page tune? <laughs> Some weird Keith Richards thing? I found a guy the other day who has a YouTube channel where his whole YouTube channel <laughs> is... Watch me tune this guitar really dumb and still make it work. <laughs> okay. Like, and it's amazing. It's so cool. He, he's, he like spells things with the way his guitar is tuned. And like one, one of them was bad. Like that was the tuning. D-A-A-A-A-A-A-D. And then, but he made it work and it was awesome. Yeah. He spells stuff with them. That would be incredible. Yeah. Keith Richards plays with only five strings. Yeah, that's not a surprise. I think he gets rid of his high E. Yeah, I mean, that's the same. The same, I mean, the bass player from fucking Lamb of God did the same thing, and everyone talks shit about him, too. Right. So, <laughs> I never used the top string. <laughs> Gonna release this custom three string <laughs> with this tiny little neck. Sweet. No, it was not sweet. Sweet. Do it. I mean, I just, I mean, I, I get it. <laughs> I also never used my top string, but for one song, but like. Just looks weird, man. <laughs> like, right. At the very least, just take a four and remove a string. Jerry only uh, from the Misfits. Mm-hmm. He'll do uh, an E and an A and an E and an A. Why? So he's yeah, he's got so we can the two bo- the two bottom strings twice. So he can uh uh. So when it goes out of tune, fucking go up. <laughs> or he can play the same riff. Higher. (laughs) Like, just an octave up. Right. (laughs) Oh, no, no. He tunes tunes the same strings to E and A, or does he put big strings back on it? Yeah. Oh, so it's literally... An E and an A. And then the same diameter E and A again. Yeah, tune tune, to an E and A. Uh. Twice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought thought you just said it. He has four, like, normal bass strings, but then the top two, or the high two... He just put an E and A again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. But what you're saying is like, I thought he like the bass was normal, right. but you're saying he puts an E and an A and then the same diameter, the two big ones again. Yeah. <laughs> e and A. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. That's. Uh, so that means he never uses more than two strings at once. He probably, never does like a full probably chord. Not, probably not. Huh. Punk, he man. <laughs> Punk's doesn't weird. Need to. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't need to. And I mean, at this point, who's to argue? <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know if he does it anymore, but yeah. he did it for a while. Huh. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Punk's weird, man. Punk's just so... Everyone looks at punk and metal and is like, ah, so they're pretty similar. And it's like, no, no, oh, honey, no, <laughs> no, like no, they're, they're so not. different. They're not. It's funny because <sighs> we have the, you know, the, the punk metal hybrids, you know, yeah, thrash, thrash yeah. and hardcore and, yeah. you know, stuff like that. It's funny because they all have their little idiosyncrasies. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, Carter. Mm-hmm. Posted uh, posted some video footage of uh, him playing in Counterpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays bass in Counterpoint, mm-hmm. but I think he's guitar and sings in Locomotive Guy. Yeah, yeah. So he's Jack of all trades. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, Carter posted some footage of a show, and they're I'm watching them. They're all like, "All right, we're doing the thing now." Yeah. 
And there's always that one guy with the black hoodie. Yeah. And the Chuck Taylors. Yeah. Who starts the stupid hardcore dancing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's what you do. It's what you do. It's what you do at hardcore dancing. Yeah. You know, you, you just fight invisible ninjas. You know, you're always kind of getting wound up. Yeah. You know, that's what hardcore yeah. is about. Just I the mean, same as like punk rock is about just kind of being a dick. You know, <laughs> let's get drunk and piss on shit. <laughs> All right. And metal's very snobby. Yeah. You know, very exclusive. I'm trying know, to break that about myself right now. What? I'm trying to like break that, like, my metal's better than yours kind of like <laughs> thing. Like, I'm trying to branch out and like accept more in my umbrella. You're not going to be able to. I don't know, man. I've been listening. I've been listening to some stuff I normally wouldn't listen to right now. Okay. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Tiny moving parts. I actually recently had this conversation, and I can find positives about it, <laughs> but I'm still not going to listen to it <laughs> solely for that vocalist <laughs> and his whiny shit. <laughs> <laughs> like that's it that's the only that's the i can't with that vocal everything else is like these are really talented musicians and then someone stepped on a cat <laughs> and decided to record it like yeah it's bad that's kind of like coheed and cambria for me see i like them too i like his vote i like his voice i don't like coheed and cambria coheed and cambria is great they have a song called 10 speed mm-hmm. i like that song i'm good but nothing I'm else. trying to branch out into like things that are like way more punk that I wouldn't ever get into, and I'm trying to get into more like not mainstream metal because I'm never going as far as Five Finger Death Punch won't do it. Right. But like I'm trying to like tiptoe the water into like Slipknot territory <laughs> and just be like, <laughs> what what's what's the draw here? What right. am I what am I what am I looking at here? Spooky masks. It's spooky. Like I'm fine with spooky masks. I like questionable music with spooky masks already. So that's fine. Spooky masks. Spooky masks. I like Lordy. Lordy's awful, but I love Lordy. <laughs> like I'm aware. Uh, nope. I like. I'm trying. I'm trying, man. I'm, I'm not trying into to. Lordy. I'm trying that's to. It's so weird out. that the Lordy's the chick that was uh, playing keyboards for them plays in Ghost now. Yeah. So that's weird. Yeah. I mean, not surprising. That's I mean, weird. I think it's, she's good. Uh, it's her, whatever her name is, and yep. then Vicky, Vicky from Cobra Starship. Yeah. Is the other one. Yeah. She's very shapely. I'm not sure who that even is. I know, Co- Co- I remember Cobra Starship, unfortunately. The chick from Cobra Starship. I mean, I, I, I don't remember a face. I just remember, oh, that's that band I don't care for. <laughs> that's, that's about it. Cobra Starship. Yeah. Singing about a hot mess. Yeah. Bands. <laughs> they make weird changes sometimes. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. They get to go where the paycheck is. You know what the weirdest one still though, like that still catches me off guard. What Abigail Williams mm. went from like really synthy metalcore, yeah. to like ambient black metal. <laughs> like, what a fucking change yeah, throughout they've time. Made some, they've made some interesting changes. Yeah. I think uh, Alan Alan from Black Dahlia Murder came mm. from Abigail Williams. Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah, or at least I think. And Richardson, something Richardson played with them briefly too. Um, he's a really good guitar player. Played with Velamaya, not Velamaya for with Born of Osiris for a mm. bit. Forget his name. He's really good, but he would think he was with them briefly as well. Hmm. What is his name? 
Jimmy. Jimmy Richardson. That's it, of course. Richardson Jackson. <laughs> Zodak. Zodak. All right, feels like we're wrapping up. Peebo. Mitch. Mitch. Ray Ray. Always Ray Ray. Skeletor. Did you say Peebo? I did. Okay. <laughs> Bocephus. <laughs> Tito. Yeah. Latoya. Michael. Janet. Michael. Jermaine. Yeah. Randy. Randy. <laughs> Randy's always the last one because like everybody's like which which Randy Jackson like, like which one you rolling with on this <laughs> the bad one again which one are you rolling with could be either could is go it two different ways uh, American Idol bass player or cowboy hat it's always like Jackson suit up Michael Tito Jermaine Randy and Randy. <laughs> That would make for a really interesting Power Rangers. Be like, what's Randy doing? We don't even need him, guys. Go, go, Jackson Ranger. (laughs) I would love that. It would be amazing. (laughs) Their big fucking Zord is just Michael. (laughs) They all come together to form, like, white glove fedora Michael. It's a big robot fedora Michael. And they have to they have to fight other uh, they have to fight other family bands so they're fighting like the partridges, the Brady's <laughs> and the Bra- the, the Van Zands. It'd oh, <laughs> <laughs> be funny to see Ultraman Jackson. You know, how does that work? Because Ultraman's just one. <laughs> it's Ultraman Jackson. Oh oh oh! You're saying just. <laughs> Not they're making Jacksons into an all. There just is an Ultraman Jackson, right? Oh, okay. Right. I'm, I'm here for that. Right. right. I'm here for that. <laughs> right. I'm here for that. Right. Mitch, that means Mitch was the one that. Um, I think Mitch was the one that did the vibrating dance and the beat it. Yes. Video. Right? Yes. 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 And everybody was mad. Yeah. It's like seriously, that's the only move you got. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> you're, you're all right. Yeah, my hip just popped weird. I was standing here and it's like, ah, about went down. Holy I'm, shit. Un, I'm unwell. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Ultraman Jackson. <laughs> Ultraman Jackson. I, yeah, I'm here for this. <laughs> put him in. Put him in. You know what I find weird about you? <laughs> what? You're like, your, your nerdy knowledge is very particular and specific <laughs> like uh, okay why do you know about ultraman of all <laughs> fucking things like there yeah. are so many things surrounding ultraman that are significantly more popular and you're like no but ultraman <laughs> it's like okay that's how it works man. <laughs> sure that's how it works i was joking i was joking with somebody yesterday like i had epilepsy when i was a kid so mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff i didn't do stay stay in my room play guitar listen to music Thinking I'm probably autistic. Jeez. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Where I, I was like, there's something wrong with me. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, what is wrong with me? Nah, just go with it. Just it go was, with it. It was that mullet you had. <laughs> oh, my mullet. That was yeah. the issue. It was yeah. sucking all the juice out of your brain <laughs> into your mullet. So it gave me epilepsy. <laughs> yes. right? Yeah. 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 I thought yeah. it was just, I was weird, man. I mean, I was too. I'm right there weird. with you. It caused my, I think the epilepsy made my brain weird 
I think <clears throat> you made your brain weird. <laughs> I don't think you can blame epilepsy. I know a lot of people with epilepsy who are not you. <laughs> so <laughs> don't think you can put it all yeah. on that. Yeah, I'm, odd, I'm an odd combination. I was a weird kid too, man. It's fine. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I made luchador masks out of out of stretchy book covers. Like it, I get it. Warm around school all day. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> war war jorts. You have not been baptized. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been thinking about your salvation and stuff. <laughs> These are the orphans, chips. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you wear stretchy pants. It is for fun. <laughs> Again, Nacho Libre. For some reason, you honed in on that one. Silence. <laughs> This is the worst lunch <laughs> I ever had. <laughs> maybe these, maybe these, maybe these shouldn't be my duties. Kitchen duty, dead guy duty. <laughs> Why? Why do you know so much about Nacho Libre? <laughs> maybe it's time for me to get a better duty. <laughs> Well, we'll see you next week, folks. <laughs> we're call, it, call it on Nacho Libre references. That's the line. Chancho, I need to buy a pair of sweats. <laughs> Are you leaving us? No, Chancho. I would never leave you. You are my heart. <laughs> so much. So much knowledge about Nacho Libre. <laughs> <sighs> it's such a good movie it is <laughs> why <laughs> why it's so good oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's dreaming she's dreaming nope we lost it <laughs> she's dreaming about Nacho Libre being a puppy <laughs> Okay. All right. Let's end this. Is that it? Let's end. Yeah, we're you this can't is, we can't come a, back from Nacho Libre. This was Libre. a weird, unfocused episode. When are they super focused anymore? <laughs> let's be real here. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. You get what you get. You yeah. don't throw a fit. All right. It's go, free. <laughs> go look at Reddit. <laughs> uh, tread carefully. Tread, yeah. Tread lightly. Go with caution. Yeah. yeah. Same with 4chan. Ooh. Don't get into that. The four chance bad. You're gonna wind up selling your own kidneys, <laughs> and probably not getting paid. <laughs> right. Here's this kidney. Thanks, fucker. <laughs> I need deuces. I need money to fund my prostitute addiction. I need money to. So I need I'm, your organs to I'm... build the perfect prostitute. <laughs> it's probably something more you'd find on Reddit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. right. I'm gonna make a prostitute. I'm gonna build the perfect one. <laughs> Where are you gonna make it from? You. <laughs> You. <laughs> Which organ would you like to donate? I'm taking willingly or forcefully. I'm taking two, <laughs> but I'll let it be your choice. <laughs> uh, ooh, that hurts. Most people want to do a kidney. I already got a kidney. Like <laughs> another one. <laughs> Can't build prostitutes out of kidneys. <laughs> <sighs> Build a prostitute. Call her the fuckomatic five thousand. <laughs> <laughs>
Sex ro- <clears throat> sex robots are a thing now. <laughs> oh, are we just going going right into that today, are we? Yeah, and it's fucking terrifying. Right, well, we're strap in, folks. Here we go. All right. <laughs> well, no, I don't want to talk. Oh, okay. I don't okay. want to talk about it, but like sex robots are fucking real. They are like, fucking real. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally fucking liter- real. <laughs> literally fucking real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys. Ga- guys. You guys. Guys. Just practice on a woman just you know try while. talking to one <laughs> it might work <laughs> you're gonna hurt your little thingy not uh you know <laughs> you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take guys <laughs> like he's the maze of hope there's hope out there do you got two guineas <laughs> <laughs> you might you got a chance i know a guy <laughs> you got a chance <laughs> Just <sighs> stay below like a four or a five. <laughs> shoot for the one, twos, and threes. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> terrible. That is awful advice. <clears throat> awful advice. All right, we're done. We don't come here for advice. Uh, go look at Reddit. Mm. <laughs>